Be transformed. Turn into a better version of yourself, the highest version of yourself. You could be so much stronger than this. You could be better than you are today. You could be the highest version you've never reached. I want you to look in the mirror and challenge that man in the mirror because you can lie to everybody in the world, but you can't lie to that mirror. You are now tuned in to the Decisive Point Podcast, where influence meets intellect, the keys to unlocking your full potential. Here's your host, Jeffrey Delgado. Welcome to another episode of the Decisive Point. This is Jeff Delgado. Pretty pumped up about today's topic. I get a lot of questions uh, being in the sales business and and being a million-dollar producer and running a, a multi-million-dollar agency, and I don't mean to say that in any way to brag. I just wanted to share that with you in a sense where the information I'm going to share with you can definitely get results. So I'm just going to go over 10 uh, key points that I believe anybody in the business, of whether it's sales, influence, uh, maybe you offer a product or or maybe you do something over the phone. Whatever the case may be, there are some fundamentals that I seem to always follow that always made an impact on my business. And I'm going to look at it from a perspective of me alone in the field. When I say in the field is a salesperson that's out there, maybe meeting with clients, having the prospect and meet them one-on-one, or maybe you have to do it over, you know, virtual today in today's environment. But either way, it's... Uh, a strategy of these 10 points that if you follow it, you'll get guaranteed, in my opinion, if you follow these steps, guaranteed are going to get you great results. You just have to be consistent with it. So let me just start um, by saying the top 10, there's probably much more, but these top 10 made a big impact. So I'm just going to go ahead and get started. The first one, I call it is just clarity. Now, clarity, you could get it in many different ways. And you could mentally think about clarity, like what it is that you want to accomplish in a day or what you're going to accomplish in a year, what you're going to accomplish in a month, whatever you want to see in your vision. Um, I looked at it more of a business plan. And I don't talk about like an elaborate business plan you're going to send to an investor. I, I don't mean that. I'm talking if you are in a business of sales or influence, what is your simple business plan and what are you seeing? What I mean by that is what is your plan to get in front of people? What do you see? Uh, what I used to do was, you know, I have a family, I'm, I'm Filipino and I have a big family, which was great, but it's true sometimes that family's harder to offer your services to than sometimes people you don't know. Um, I don't know if you struggle with that, but that was always, it seemed to be a struggle with me. That family wasn't the easiest to get a sale from. Sometimes it is, but sometimes they're even harder. Some don't want to share with you personal information. So I had to come up with new and unique ideas to get in front of more clients. So the first thing is I wanted to I, I wanted to have on my business plan is I need to see a certain amount of clients every day, every week, and every month. So you had to have that number written down. What is your goals? Write them down. Visualize it. Uh, you have to have positive self-talk about it. You can't tell, oh, I'm not going to see anybody today. You know, especially throwing in negative into your mind is not going to help you uh, produce positive results. You got to constantly feed your mind on positive reinforcement every single day because sometimes your doubts are the ones that's going to shut you down when it comes to clarity. Knowing what you want and how you're going to get there becomes a critical piece to even getting to the remaining parts of these steps. So step number one of finding clarity, know it is know what it is exactly that you want. What do you want to accomplish? Um, whether it's a business plan, whether you want to put goals, something on paper, but you got to have a plan. You got to have a goal of what you're going after. So you got to have a cl crystal clear goal. Number two is focusing on how you're going to achieve that goal. You could also call it a strategy. What are you going to utilize to get there? 
So you don't want to waste energy by constantly thinking, here's what I want. I mean, you, you could see a lot of people that join gyms that say, I want to just be in great shape, but they don't have a plan or a workout strategy or you know some, some sort of a diet. So you're never going to get there by just saying, here, this is what I want, right? It's great to have a picture of how you want to look, but if you don't have a plan of how you're going to get there, it's just a waste of energy. So for me, it was, what is my primary niche? Um, what is my marketing strategy? What type of clients am I going to uh, you know, focus on? Where, where is my highest value of knowledge where I, I could serve the client best? You know, do I know my product line strong enough that I'm able to feel comfortable with this certain market? So I, I utilized a market that was like 50 and over or depending on if that was a retirement goal or I would go, I would focus on, let's say, younger couples that are just getting married or maybe couples that had children. Depending on what uh, strategy or focus I was going after, depending on what product line I was offering, I would have a strategy for that. So what I did was, you know, I, I wanted to get in front of more clients. So one thing that I always utilized was workshops and seminars. That was my secret of my business that got me in front of clients all the time. Now, I don't know what that is for you. Maybe you have a different type of strategy. Maybe you use social media. Maybe you do videos, whatever that is. But I utilize a strategy where I'd get clients in front of me and I would sometimes take them to dinner. Sometimes I would just get them, you know, uh, a workshop where it was just simple. But the bottom line was, what is your strategy to get you to that point? And that needs to be determined uh, when you get up in the morning, when you're waking up every single day, what are you going to do? If you don't have a strategy, it's not really going to help you as well as if just because you have crystal clarity like you did by, you know, putting down what you wanted. But if you don't have a plan of how you're going to get there, it's not going to happen. Number three is taking action, excuse me, on that plan. Now that um, you have the uh, crystal clear idea of what you want and you have a strategy, now you just got to go do it. Now you got to move forward. And the only way you're going to get momentum is by moving forward. The foundation of winning in a business of sales or influence is momentum. You need momentum. So you got to move forward. You got to have to keep on pushing. So take action on the plan that you put in step two. You got to have, um, you know, execution and taking action on that plan, whether or not uh, the result, which is number four, getting results. Sometimes the results aren't going to be great. I've done seminars sometimes where I didn't get as many results on the first one, but on the second seminar, I got 100% results that were amazing. So it depends on how many times you do it. I know I have agents who sometimes do leads, and sometimes they'll get a batch of leads that weren't that great, and then they get another batch of leads that were all great. It really depends on the result and maybe the ratio of how many leads they had or whatever the situation is. But the bottom line is you got to, you know, get a plan. And the number four is you got to get results. So you could kind of see what's working and what's not. And a result is success. I always look at whether a result is positive or negative. A result is success because now you know what you should do or what you shouldn't do. And so having, um, you know, results will give you an idea to to kind of give you the drive or the d direction you're going to go moving forward. Okay, number five is you want to re review your daily goals and adjust it based on how the results came out. So now you're looking at ratios, meaning if uh, number five would be like if I had 10 clients in front of me of the five um, or of the 10 clients, did five of them meet with me? If I had 10, 10 clients and nobody met with me, then what's missing in this, in this situation? So they got to the meeting, they attended the seminar, 
the appointment was made. And then for some reason, after the appointment's made, they're canceling the follow-up appointment. Well, that's something I need to figure out what's going on. Why are they canceling? Maybe I need to work on the follow-up call or maybe a reminder email or something. So in order to see what areas you need to adjust, you're going to need to see the results and then find out how you could fix that. Okay. Um, number six is once you start to realize you're a professional problem solver, you'll appreciate what I'm going to say next. And one of them is the higher the rejection, the higher the compensation typically. Now I'm talking about a sales and influence business. Now, there are obviously businesses out there. You don't necessarily have to make money um, in, in a business of influence, but I'm utilizing this example in a person, maybe you're out there and you have a business that requires you to get a result. I've always come across the fact in my mind that the higher rejections I receive, the higher the compensation, meaning that normally the programs that you're offering, if they're a big ticket item, for example, normally the rejections could be higher, but the compensation is so much higher as well. So normally when it's an easy sale, typically the compensation's lower. I mean, if, if let's say you're working at a, um, you're at a burger place and someone orders a hamburger, I don't think they need to offer you a high commission for the burger they're ordering because they came into a burger store. You're right. They rent burger restaurants. So there's not a lot of rejection when they walk into a, a store like a restaurant like that. But if you go into like certain places like um, retail and you go into a, say a Best Buy and then you walk in there and you'll notice that they'll offer a warranty that's a little bit higher compensation because a warranty sometimes for most people, they may not realize how much they need it or they want it. So it requires the sales professional to explain to them the value of that warranty. That is a higher compensation than without having the warranty. So appreciating that you're a professional problem solver and the higher the rejection you get, the higher the compensation is, then you're going to really appreciate rejection. And that's kind of the whole point of number six is appreciate the high rejection because that means you're getting high compensation. And remember, you're always just trying to solve problems. You're not always trying to close somebody, although that's pretty popular out here these days. But in reality, you just want to solve someone's problem. If I mean, for example, my business, when I meet a, a family that's underinsured, let's say the husband works and the wife does not work and they have children, if something were to happen to that husband, that's a serious problem. So I solved the problem of selling him a type of insurance policy that will protect his whole family based on his goals, needs, and objectives. That's a problem solver. So he may not know that in the beginning. He may go, well, I already have this here. I don't need this. But my job in that situation is to share with him why he needs this for his family. And that's what I mean by number six, okay? High rejection, high compensation. Uh, number seven, a very important one, it's called getting obsessed with your calendar. And this is where you determine your highest leverage activities versus your lowest leverage activities and realizing what it would be to have leverage in that. That means delegating. Either you delegate or you stagnate as how I was always taught. And, you know, I don't mean to say this in any condescending way, but in a business of sales, if you're in sales and you have a lot of administrative work, you should delegate that to an admin. 
because if you're doing a lot of the administrative work and you're not focusing on number one is to constantly get clients coming in and meeting new clients and putting strategies in force to get people in front of you, you could find yourself becoming your own assistant, which could be very busy and may not be as productive. So delegating, and many people don't realize that delegating is a very critical piece to growing your business. And there may be so many other pieces outside of that. I mean, there could be delegating things at home, delegating things at your office, delegating things in so many different ways. But if you delegate, you could also free up your calendar calendar to be more organized. So obsessive with your calendar is realize that you got to stay disciplined to your calendar. There's many different programs out there today that help you stay organized on your calendar, uh, whether the calendars pop up on your phone today, they pop up on notifications. Um, there's so many different strategies and, and new apps out there that can give you so much more organization. But being obsessed with your calendar so you could kind of see how many appointments you have, how many follow-up appointments you have, uh, how many clients you've met, things like that. Okay, so being obsessed with your calendar is number seven. Number eight, make sure you get around positive people, um, especially communicate with positive people. And stay away from, if, if possible, stay away from some of the toxic people that could be out there. And sometimes you could get toxic, toxic information just from being on social media. But when I say... Um, you need to be around positive people. Sometimes you may have a day where you're working on your own all day. I remember when I was going out in the daytime, sometimes I wouldn't see anybody because I'm just so busy. Well, that's where you use podcasts. That's where you use, you know, maybe uh, Audible or books on CDs. Or back in our days, we used to use CDs or tapes. But today you have so many resources to pull up some sort of a positive message all over. So if you want to get motivated, there's Tony Robbins, there's Brendan Bruchard, there's so many great motivators out there that you could utilize to get into your mind because sometimes you just need that little jolt. You, you agree that you'll wake up and just not feel it all the way. And if you're alone all day and you don't, you need a little bit of a jolt, maybe, uh, you know, find inspiration through through the, the resources that are available today that, are, that were just amazing and uh, they didn't have those before. I would definitely take full advantage of it. Number nine, um, I call it a sense of urgency. I was always trained that um, success is a state of emergency and you have to constantly go after it in that way. Um, you have to have the right thinking. You have to realize that your thinking determines your success. And if you're going to want momentum, you're going to have to definitely be relentless levels of urgency. So urgency means you've got to make it happen. You can't be like, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. You can't procrastinate. You're going to have to have this urgency where I got to get it done now. If I don't get this done now, I'm in serious trouble. I got to do it now. And I don't mean you got to be crazy. It's just an urgency where it'll get you up, get you excited to get up every single day. It's, I got to do it now. I got to do it. So that's what I love about uh, being in the sales business is there's no ceilings. One thing I love about sales is there's no ceilings of how much you can make. You could determine how much you make because you're determining that. I always struggled with a salary at a job because I could work harder. And if I worked harder, how come I'm getting the same money? Where in sales, there's no ceiling. You determine that ceiling. You determine how hard you want to work. You determine what your schedule is going to look like. But if your schedule is always, you know, I always use this joke. You are your own boss in the, in the business of sales and you are your own CEO. But what if the CEO sucks? What if the CEO is unorganized? What if the CEO just doesn't want to do anything all day? Well, then you're gonna, your CEO is going to go out of business. And that CEO could be the individual. That could be you, right? So if you don't want to go out of business, then you got to be a strong CEO. And the last thing I'll say is, you know, ask yourself every single day, what could you do to keep your momentum going? 
maybe today I need to make an extra call or maybe I need to send an extra text or maybe I need to set up a lunch or maybe I need to set up a virtual meeting. Maybe I need to listen to a podcast. Maybe I need to learn more about my product, learn more about my trainings, whatever. Um, what can you do today to help build momentum in, or keep momentum or build it tomorrow? So I believe if you follow these 10 steps and these 10 steps could make a drastic impact on your business, you could have an amazing, an amazing sales career. So hope you enjoyed this today, you guys. I know it was a little bit longer than normal, but it was really something I thought it was important to get out there and exciting information that I feel if you apply it, it could change your business. Have a good one, everybody. Talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode, show your support by subscribing or leaving a rating and a review. Until next time, this is the Decisive Point Podcast with your host, Jeffrey Delgado.